Welcome to Simple Truth, a weekly broadcast dedicated to the exhortation and equipping of the body of Christ. And now, here's Pastor Terrence Williams and Pastor Mark Wingfield. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Mark Wingfield here with Pastor Terrence Williams and Sam King, and this is Simple Truth Radio. We are glad that you have joined us, whether you are watching on Facebook, whether you are with us live on the Facebook live stream, or if you're watching us on the Spotify podcast, Google podcast, or Apple podcast, however it is that you're with us um, this evening, we are thankful for it, and we pray that you are blessed for this show. Um, Recently, we at our church just finished uh, um, five nights of what would traditionally be called revival services. We call it a gathering. Mm-hmm. We called it the turning back services. We had different names for it. Um, but uh, but ultimately, it was five nights where we uh, just came together for really good music, testimony, and the preaching of God's Word. And Terrence was, uh, Pastor Terrence was part of that Thursday night. He led the First Baptist Grotto's worship team um, to lead us to the worship through music, as well as preaching a good word. And Terrence, that's that word that I thought we could just start with right now. Uh, we've got plenty of time if we get right to it. Um, you uh, you sure. told us that uh, that perhaps the church wasn't as much in need of revival as we were as reminding. Um, now, I'll, I'll tell you that that is a, a really very interesting way of looking at it. And I, I certainly um, I agree with you. I think I've told you before that, uh, that I'm not always comfortable calling these services, revival services, um, only because we don't know what's going to happen there, um, you know, as far as where the way God's going to move. And, and and I don't like the idea that we would schedule um, a certain time each night that God is going to revive us. You took just a little yeah. bit of a different approach. Um, you actually thought that maybe the whole point was that the, uh, the word revival wasn't as much a fitting word for Christians as the word reminding. So um, I thought maybe we could go ahead and, uh, and get that discussion started and we'll eventually end up in first peter chapter two beginning in verse nine okay um i think it's you know i don't want to argue over semantics you know i don't have a problem with the word revival um i just think of it in terms of the fact that you know reviving someone is someone that is unconscious or or dead uh so in a way i guess it could be a a, if it's if you want to call it an awakening i'd be comfortable with that uh when we when we when we became born again we were little literally revived we were brought from death to life so therefore you know god has given us his holy spirit uh he's given us uh he's uh wants to awaken us to the things that he's put in our lives. And so um, what that speaks to me is there's some things that I've got to do. You know, Paul, Paul instructed Timothy to stir up the gifts that were in him. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I think a lot of, I think, I think uh, our problem, our main problem, and especially in a culture, you and I talk about this often with the, the biblical worldview on a constant descending scale, um, that that speaks to me that 
Um, maybe just maybe people are so dependent upon uh, having a good church to go to, and there's not a complaint about that at all. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying that the responsibility ultimately is going to come down to the believer. Uh, you as a preacher, you know, you would hope that your congregants are opening their Bibles mm-hmm. other than just right. Sunday when they follow you preaching. And, and, they're, and I'm of the belief that their their transformation is really going to come through their application of of the principles of the word of god you know they've got to they've got to put those things into practice uh in their daily life uh they've got to as the scripture says in philippians 2 they've got to work out their salvation with fear and trembling mm-hmm. before god mm-hmm. knowing that it is god who will who works in them to will and to do of a good pleasure so I mean, uh, God's given us promises, as you you know, First Peter two, uh, Ephesians one, three through fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. are, uh, his, uh, First Peter, I think it's Second Peter. Uh, his divine power has given us everything we need for right. life and godliness. So mm-hmm. so so God has God has done His job of 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 supplying what we need. Uh, right. Uh, my another favorite another favorite verse of mine I use that night Ephesians 320 uh, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that is works in us so I mean we're not as givers, we've we've been given what we need right. uh, it's whether yeah. it's rather we work what we need it's, okay. it's rather we work we put to work what's been put yeah. in us. And yeah. uh, and that's where the that's the responsibility that lies on us. It doesn't lie on you as a pastor for your people mm-hmm. in the church to put, put those things into practice. It matters mm-hmm. me as the believer to crack open the word, to pray, to ask God to mm-hmm. give me revelation. Those are the mm-hmm. things that are on my plate that are my responsibility to do. My growth is not your responsibility. My growth is my responsibility. I mean, Amen. you're wow. you're to encourage you're to encourage me. You're supposed to right. encourage me. You're supposed to, uh, you know. But I'm supposed to. to I got to get with it <laughs> as a oh, believer. Sure. That's yeah. right. We're supposed to spur one another on to good works, but uh, ultimately yes. we're the ones that have to. Hey, we've been all over Ephesians. You mentioned Ephesians 1, 3, 14, 3, 20. Tony Bennett's mentioned in 2, 1, which of course says that we were dead in our sins um, in which we once walked according to the flesh um, as we follow the prince of this air. And then when we get to um, verse 4, of course, says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his love for us, um, he uh, made us alive in Christ. So there would be what you were talking about, your revival so I was going to um, think, and actually, as you were talking about Ephesians four one. So Ephesians four one it says, you know, the I Paul, uh, a prisoner for the Lord Jesus Christ, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. So there again is a reminder that uh, that 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 we have everything we need, just like you said. That that second um, Peter one uh, reference is, is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have everything that we need and um and we have pastors and we have teachers to equip us we have the holy spirit inside us and dwelling us empowering us and and now we just have to walk so so sometimes we have these services and um and 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 like you said they serve perhaps as reminders to us um when it says for example to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. Well, we go back and see what is that calling. And then we 
uh, go forward in Ephesians 4 and ask, what does it look like when we walk? And remember, it tells us uh, later on in that chapter that we are to, uh, to put off the old self and put on the new self. Now, here's the interesting thing that I learned um, when I was studying that a couple weeks ago. In Colossians 3, it uses that same uh, um, expression, basically, except that it already speaks of it as something that has been done. Remind us, you have put off the old self, and you have put on the new self. And so then, what it is for the rest of that chapter in Ephesians is reminders, reminders that we don't lie to each other. We uh, don't sin when we're angry. We don't let unwholesome talk come out of our mouths. We don't grieve the Holy Spirit. We don't, uh, you know, joke crudely or um, engage in sexual morality, etc., etc. Really, what you said, again, is spot on. Um, It's not revival, so to speak. Although, again, I mean, I think that, like you said, it's a semantics thing. You know, the the guy preaching Saturday night, Glenn, talked about how much he loved your uh, message on Thursday, by the way. But then he said, but I'm still going to use the word revival because I believe that we do need revival. So, I mean, but the way he explained it, of course, he was really meaning that in a way you would probably agree with. Um, He wasn't um, really disagreeing with what you said. Um, He just uh, had maybe a different idea of what that means. And so whatever we call it, um, it is um, an awakening. It is a renewing and a refreshing. Um, We all need those uh, at times as Christians uh, in our walk, as we, uh, as we try to walk um, in the spirit, and not according to the flesh, we need reminders that we are already new creations. We need reminders that we already are conquerors, right? We're more than conquerors, that we already have victory. Um, we have already overcome this world because Jesus has overcome this world, as he tells us in uh, in, in the John. So, um, hey, I guess whatever we call it um, is, again, not necessarily the issue. But I will say I, I like what you said about reminders. We do need uh, reminders as we uh, as we go through this Christian journey, and that's true for new believers, uh, uh, seasoned believers, um, and, uh, and 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 really lifetime believers. Uh, Tony Bennett says maybe it should be called renewing instead of revival. I'm I'm good with renewing. I'm good with refreshing. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, reminding any of those words I think work. Um, so. I don't know. I don't know, Tony. I guess you can pass that on to your uh, to your brother Mike Adams and see if um, he'll call the next uh, tent series the renewal see, uh, services and see uh, if that goes over. I like it. That would be a good on one of those T-shirts, right? So. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if we, you know, hopefully services like that, we draw the loss to definitely need revival. Uh, but if it's just a gathering, I mean, you can kind of look around the room and say, man, these are all believers here. You know, they don't need reviving. They just need a reminder of what's been poured into their lives, what they've been given. Yeah, maybe, they're going through, yeah. maybe they're going through a stale season. You know, we all have them. We all have seasons where we go through, it seems like nothing's going on or just kind of mundane. Um you know, we all have those seasons uh, and someone will preach something that'll jump in our jump in our spirit like, wow, you know, a reminder, something that you might have read a long time ago and someone speaks on it. And it's like, wow, like a, it, it gives a new revelation to something mm-hmm. that you've already that you've already been uh, had going on in your life. So, I mean, that's, you know, again, to me, it comes down to application. Uh, I'm not going to grow if I don't apply. I mean, I'm, I'm, if I don't apply the word, it's like, 
mm-hmm. uh, that passage in Hebrews six where he says, "By by now, some of you should have been teachers, but right. yet you're still needing milk." Yeah. Uh, you know, um, people who need milk are people who refuse to grow, who uh, mm-hmm. who just kind of stay stagnant in the same place, and you know. Uh, there's no, there's no uh, tenure in the kingdom. You know, every, you know, some a person will grow at the rate that uh, they have a desire to make themselves diligent. Sure. Um, sure. And then you can have someone that sits in a church for forty years and they their biblical worldview hasn't really grown much. Uh, it really sure. is. It really comes down to. You know, how we diligently seek him, you know, that's in Hebrews 11, you know, he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And um, I know sometimes that makes people uncomfortable, but the fact is, you know, and as I said that night, you know, that word work can be a dirty word. It's not legalistic to think of it if Mm -hmm. you think of it in the way that, you know, my work is to know him. My work is to dig into him and to discover what it is he's he's placed in mm-hmm. me. That's my that's my job. I'm not earning anything because it's been given, but I I do have to dig in and find out what it is that I've earned. <laughs> sure, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I will have to say that the last two days, yesterday and today, that my uh, quiet time with the Lord, my um, just personal uh, prayer time, meditation time, reading time. Um, there mm-hmm. definitely has been a sweetness to it and something uh, about it that's been a little bit different. Um, and perhaps uh, there was some renewing that I needed that I didn't even uh, realize because um, uh, I do attribute it to the fact that for five nights in a row and really Sunday morning, Sunday morning at the 11 o'clock service in particular, we just had a, a move of the Lord again, it seemed like uh, at the end of the service, uh, the altar time. And, wow. you know, those things happen. And, uh, you know, we're thankful for them. And, 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 you know, I think that they do renew us. They remind us, like you said, um, that God is at work. God is moving. We saw people saved during the week. We had seven people baptized between Tuesday and Sunday. And for our little church, that's, uh, that's significant. Um, we heard great testimonies. Again, the preaching was outstanding. The music, my goodness, the music, um, every night was, was, was just, I mean, who couldn't get refreshed and renewed and fired up after that, honestly. So then we go and we, uh, we put it to practice. And so at least, like I said, for the last two days when I've gotten to just be alone and, uh, and have that time, um, it's been, it's been real good. And, and I felt the Lord, uh, strengthening me. I often need to be strengthened, um, because I'm weak and, um, you know, I can get weary, uh, but, uh, but I don't stay weary long because the Lord, um, he renews my strength. Again, that's what that verse says, right? That's what it's about. And so anyway, yeah. I'm thankful for those services. I look forward to the next ones, wherever they might be, whether they be at First Baptist Grottoes or in, uh, at the tent in uh, Luray or in Crozet or uh, Bridgewater or wherever. Um, we know that uh, that whenever we, as God's children, gather, um, He's pleased and He moves among us. And uh, uh, James yeah. King says Amen. the Holy Spirit is moving in the valley. Uh, absolutely. Um, that's it for this uh, session. Uh, Pastor Mark, Pastor Terrence, Sam King for Simple Truth. Um, join us next time. Thank you for listening to Simple Truth. We look forward to bringing you new messages each week. Tune in next week as we hear from Mark Wingfield and Terrence Williams.